welcome to Mama Squad Podcast, Episode 2. Today we're going to talk a little bit about transitioning in and out of the military. So as you know, my husband was active duty Air Force for seven years. And Sandra, how many years did you do in the Marines? I did four years in the Marine Corps. Four? Awesome. So it was funny because when, when we had met... Um, my husband was coming into the military and you were on your way out if you weren't completely out already. Let's see. Um, take this. The year was, um, (laughs) (laughs) the year was, I think 2000. Okay. No. So I got out in 2011 and I was in North Carolina, South Carolina and went to North Carolina. So it would have been like 2013 because my second one was still pretty young and Lucas had just gotten into the Air Force. You know what? You're absolutely right because Isabel. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, when did Lucas get in the Air Force? 2012. It was in March of 2012. Okay, and then you're absolutely right because I came to Florida in December of 2012. December 2012. Yeah, December 2012 because Isabel would have just turned one. So we met. The year was, ladies and gentlemen, 2013. Now that we went through all that, (laughs) (laughs) the votes are in. (laughs) Um, you know, it was, it was a weird transition specifically for my family going in because my husband and I are high school sweethearts. So we've been together since our senior year of high school and we had my oldest, my daughter, you know, we, we were 19. I mean, technically I was 20, you know, six days later, but I was 19 when I had her. Could literally be a movie, you guys. Um, and it was it was rough. Like we were living paycheck to paycheck. I was a bartender and a waitress, and my husband he was working um, at CVS for a while, and then he started working at Value Pond. And it was not a uh, a lifestyle to to brag about. That's for sure. Uh, I remember calling my mom one day, and she still to this day mocks me on this because I was crying and I'm like mom I have no protein in the house all I have is kibasi. what is kibasi? it's like a it's like Polish sausage I'm sure you've seen it I'm really hungry right now do we need to talk about food <laughs> um so it was it was a rough couple of years um really it was just a rough year because after we moved into our first ever apartment man that thing was it was stylish okay not really but for lakeland florida it was stylish okay (laughs) Uh, pole county is something to talk about (laughs) um and then when we got pregnant with our second my husband's like we can't do this anymore and i'm like yeah my feet can't take being nine years pregnant and bartending like this is not a vibe anymore um so he he joined the air force and he left two weeks after we had our second child yeah. I never knew how strong I was until <laughs> I watched my husband leave. And I had a two-year-old and a two a newborn. Oh my god, that is crazy. Um I had just got out of the military. So like I said, we are like polar opposites. I um was seventeen when I joined the Marine Corps. Um I have been living in my little small town that i was born and raised in and i left for the marine corps um i got out of the marine corps when i was 21 and that was what 2011 and i moved to north carolina with my ex-husband at the time and then when i left 
I moved down here to Tampa and I was when we met in 2013 and I was still super struggling because I already had my son um I had him while I was in the Marine Corps and then um when I was leaving the Marine Corps actually May yeah May I left the Marine Corps um July 2011 in May of 2011 I found out I was pregnant with my daughter. Surprise! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we tried her. We actually tried for her, um, and I really wanted a soccer team. But this little girl cut me off at two kids, and I was not having any more. Cause if you if you have girls, you know why. <laughs> um, they're super hard to raise. But I was transitioning out of the Marine Corps, and that's all I've ever known. Um, with two young kids, and you were transitioning into the military lifestyle with two young kids. Our kids were the same age. I mean, I mean, obviously they still are the same age. It's not like that age gap has changed any. But you know, there there are definitely moments I'll never forget, like sitting on my bathroom floor crying because I hadn't been able to shower for like two weeks because I had a baby attached to me 90% of the time and no one to hold him so I can at least shower. Um, And seeing Savannah just be her best self and she was really just a great big sister wanting to help with the baby and change the baby and dress the baby. And I was like anyone can help me and really again my sister-in-law was my saving grace because she practically lived with me um for at least a good two months because i had the worst postpartum depression and let me tell you i never understood why people lose their crap with babies until that moment when my second child had colic i had a two-year-old and my husband was nowhere to be seen because he was in basic training and I lost it. Like, I was so upset. I remember calling a friend and saying, hey, I need someone to come help me or I'm going to lose it. And she said, oh, I'm on a date. I can't come help you. And it was in that moment I realized I am alone. And that really sucks. Yeah. It sucks that you had to do that alone. Good experience. Like, I had Manny while I was in the Marine Corps. So this, my little, my little my little put again. <laughs> um, not so little anymore. Yes, yeah, not my 13-year-old is not so little anymore. But when he was a baby, like I was in the Marine Corps, I remember doing a squad and run where the um, Sergeant Major, he took Manny and ran with him. And we did a squadron run with Manny. And like... I love that. Yeah. And when I was sick, I had gallbladder surgery one time in the Marine Corps. Um, and my staff sergeant, she just took Manny and like waited until Mike's husband was able to um, come from his base and take care of Manny while my family came up and took care of me like I was just super supported I didn't feel alone until I got out of the military and like I said I when I got out of the military I moved to where my ex-husband was but when I decided to go um here to um Florida that's when I truly felt alone because I didn't have, I wasn't on a base anymore. I wasn't a military spouse anymore. I like didn't have anyone. And that's when I truly felt alone. And I was struggling. Like I struggled probably for like, I think like five years after I got out. Like I had no idea what to do with myself or it's lonely. It's scary. It's scary. It is. But there's something to be said about your strength through that. Because I got to witness 
that and seeing you and how hard you worked to really provide for your children and go to school full time um, and work and still be amazing and still make it to pancake breakfast with me. <laughs> Sometimes the pancake breakfast are the only things I live for because, um, yeah, at that time I had I yeah three jobs. I was going to school. I was taking care of the kid by myself. Yeah, you say strong and amazing, and I'm just like tripping through life, crying like every day, trying to make ends meet. I will say though, like now having gone through it, I like I'm happy I went through it. And I'm happy that I could say I went through it. Um, I did not see the amazing. Like you always saw it, but I I did not because you didn't see the outside perspective. And from the outside perspective, even though I knew you were hot mess express. You were elegantly hot mess express. And I mean, I'm proud of you and I'm proud of who you've developed over the past years and who your kids have become. Um, so it's it the transitions are rough. We all hit hard parts in life. Yeah. And as I always say, the support, right, is where it's important. I didn't have that with the postpartum depression. I had family around, but I was ashamed to talk about it. I didn't want to say, um, someone come get this baby or else. I just wanted to show how strong I was because I was told my entire life how strong I wasn't. And looking back at it now, it's like, dang, I should have asked for help. Yeah. You know, I should have relied on more resources and I didn't. And there are a ton of resources out there for people who are struggling with postpartum depression, people who are, there's really not a lot out there that I've noticed for transitioning vets. I think there are once you're in. So what I was just thinking was to that time in my life where now um, being, you know, older and going through, I do see the resources, but I'm just trying to put, remember how I was at that time in my life and put myself back in there. And there are a ton of resources, you know, the VA has and things. However, it's the VA is this huge, scary freaking monster that like, I I literally felt, and I don't care how this makes me sound, but I sometimes I literally felt like I needed someone to hold my hand through it. It's kind of like buying a house. Like, you have no idea you can do it, and you kind of just need the hand-holding sometimes. I know. I don't care how that sounds. I, I needed the hand-holding, damn it. <laughs> but you know what? Being... But you know what? Being the spouse of a veteran, I see it. I see it as he, you know, works towards getting his VA benefits. Like, it's not like you just walk in and say, hey, I was in the military. Give me my benefits. It's a whole effing process. Uh, uh, like, I'm surprised they don't ask for, like, your body parts, you know, when you go in. This, you know, when you go in there. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, probably. Um, <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I think that even, I think what the part that I wish I would have had or the part that I was missing, and I'm hoping that this podcast gives, was just, like, a community that, like, hey, you're not alone. Like, there are people that have been through it. And, like, if you listen to us, you know, you can find people that are currently going through it or have been through it to kind of just kind of connect you or tell you what to do i'm in mother effing marine i am good at following orders if you just tell me what to do that is kind of how i felt when i transitioned out literally i'm like okay i need to find a find a job 
how do I apply for jobs? It, um, B, B, like, I need to go to school. How, where do I get my eligibility, my certificate of eligibility? How do I apply for a university? Like, they tell you things that you need to do of, like, hey, you need to get a job. You need to go to school. You need to do this. I and I am, I'm over here, like, how? How do you, how do you ask for, like, how do you apply for jobs how do you apply for school like you know what i mean yeah it's not like when you're fresh out of college, high school you know and everyone's like it's not like when you're fresh out of college, high school you know and everyone's like all right it's time to start college and you have someone there to kind of guide you and hold your hand it's more like hey go through your taps program learn what you need to learn and then move along and it, it's intense, I feel like, especially for the military member transitioning out because, you know, watching my husband, his appointments were made for him. Yeah. You know, um, you know, they're told to do this at this time and you have to be here, here and you have to be 15 minutes early. And if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late, you know, and here I am like balancing four schedule five schedules because i'm making sure everything works for all of the children and i'm running a private organization and making sure my husband has everything that he needs when he's on shift but you know the military's got him you know so seeing the transition out and you know relearning as a spouse what my husband needed that was hard too because his needs were different once he was out of the military because now he is definitely a lot more independent because he's not relying on the military to make his appointments anymore. He can't rely on them. So it's it's a whole new world of crazy, I feel like, when you transition out. Is anyone transitioning in? Is anyone transitioning out? Like, Are you currently in the military? Are you a military spouse? Transitioning out? Are you currently in the military? Are you a military spouse? Are you someone who is looking to go into the military? Yeah. Like it's, we're not mainly focused on just the military. This podcast episode <laughs> definitely is because we're focusing on our transitions because it is a massive part of our life. And I know for me, like that military lifestyle was the most refreshing thing because I went from being completely alone to everybody wanted to help with the baby everybody wanted to bring me food like <laughs> it was fabulous to not have to cook for like the first month of having a baby you know as I'm nursing and I'm like I'm losing my mind and someone's like oh hey I'm part of your meal train I'm delivering food I'm like you're a lifesaver <laughs> still have 2011 I can't do math you guys um what how many years has it been 2023 2011 so then 12 years 12 years 12 years is when i got out so 2007 i met some some of these people in 2007 so over 12 13 14 15 over 15 16 years and i still talk to these people actually during this podcast i missed a call from one of my friends that i served with um um and we i still talk to these people like the community that it's there the family it's there um you know coming from the spouse standpoint 100 you know coming from the spouse standpoint 100 percent. like i still talk to a lot of the spouses that i you know were neighbors with and our kids kind of grew up in the same neighborhood like i used to be able to let my kid go in the backyard and play 
because the backyard was a playground, which was fabulous. And then there was one time I had kidney stones and I thought I was dying and I texted 911 to a friend and I'm not even kidding. I had every single one of the people of her church in my house because she was having a party um, and they all escorted me to the hospital and they called my husband and they took care of the kids and they yeah it was amazing um shout out to army wives because that was my saving grace back then when i was transitioning and i think i binged and i forced um heather to binge watch the seasons with me i still have your dvds oh look at that she still has my dvds people (laughs) um it's kind of how it feels like though for real and that is our show so you know it's it's a lot that we've been working through you know throughout the years and i hope that for you listening to these podcast episodes that you are gaining a sense of maybe understanding maybe there's a sense of belonging somewhere and just listening to this podcast and being like oh my gosh that is so relatable or you know who knows maybe you're just like well i wonder what the next podcast is going to be this one doesn't really relate to me and that's okay because not every single person has been in the military they don't not every single person has done the military life and that's fine so we want to invite you if there is something that you want to hear let us know yeah let us know because coming up with topics is kind of hard like and doing this is actually hard doing all the takes and everything you guys this is no joke so please help us i mean it did take us like four times to get the first episode yeah (laughs) yeah so um help us out you guys we're here for you and we want to hear from you yeah we don't want this to just be an us two kind of thing we kind of we're doing this to invite you guys into our madness so you know until next time so thank you so much for listening to the mama squad podcast again you can find us on tiktok instagram facebook or you can email us and we hope that you have a wonderful day and don't forget you're not alone <laughs>